Welcome audiobook listeners, uh, story lovers, you've come to the right destination here. This is the audiobook review podcast and today we're going to do something a little bit different rather than review just me kind of going through a review I wrote of a story that I like um, or have finished recently. Um, I've actually got my friend, he's an author and you can follow him over on the uh, Be Afraid station on Anchor. You can check him out on the podcast apps for Apple, Google Play, uh, Overcast, etc. Um, but Torsten Kipton, he's my guest today, and we're just going to talk books. So if you enjoy books, uh, hang in, and we're going to have some fun. So I'm here with author Torsten Kipton. He, his book is actually available on Amazon, Hot Ashes, Brass Casings, and he has some other books available, I believe, for free if you really just want to check it out, get some good stories on Insta Freebie. Um, but I'll let him tell you all about that. I'll stop chatting it up so much. So, uh, Torsen, uh, can you please introduce yourself? Hey, uh, yeah, I'm Torsen Kipton, a new and aspiring horror author. I've been at the game for a few years now, took a few years to write the first decent book and I did publish that on Amazon uh, I have free stuff out and I like narrating and podcasting I've fallen in love with it almost as much as writing which is great because I like to write stories and then narrate them for you guys so uh, yeah I've been converted to a story listener in the last several years by uh, my friend Eric and his immense audible library it is immense. And would you say that it is fair to say um, eclectic? Oh, yeah. A little some, some of everything, I'd say. Let me take that back. Not some of everything. There's some things that someone shouldn't put in their ears. but um, Or their, their head in general. But uh, I've found there's lots, lots of variety in there. But especially a deep shelf for... Uh, fantasy and probably for mysteries and, uh, and kind of that hard crime stuff. No, oh, yeah, I'd say that's accurate. Well, um, so I just want to talk to you, I guess, about since you you are an author, so you have a different perspective than you know myself, who just enjoys stories, hasn't written anything yet. Although it will happen someday. Um, what is? I guess let's start with you, just because you write horror doesn't mean that necessarily that's your you know favorite genre to enjoy so what do you what do you enjoy uh, what is Torsen he has some time on the weekend mm-hmm. his ears are free he's got a long drive ahead what does he pick to listen to man I like supernatural thrillers uh, supernatural as opposed to paranormal it's more like uh, you have the real world and then you mix in some things that are beyond ordinary experience and uh, I really like that the way Dean Koontz does it is very skillful uh, and yeah I, I'm not always uh, reading horror or listening to it but uh, when I do it's like that macabre kind of um, chilling and unsettling like uncanny effect that's that's what I go for more than you know makes me uh watch over my shoulder all night long so what would be if you were going to give um listeners like hey here's you know five books that i highly recommend not necessarily five well let's say your top three or whatever 
books that you really have enjoyed, even if all three of those is one trilogy. I mean, if whatever you want to call them, mine. Um, what are some? I know that we've talked a little bit about the Red Rising trilogy. Oh yeah, uh, huge fan. So what? Like what for you? Let it give us some of your favorite books right now. I guess Red Rising has to be in there. Not only are they. Uh, relevant right now, which for me is attractive, not because I'm a giant bandwagon guy. I am a giant guy, maybe the size <laughs> of a bandwagon, but uh, I like to read what's relevant because it lets me tap into that conversation and into what people are interested in now so I can uh, better relate to my audience. So the Red Rising trilogy, Pierce Brown is simply genius and I'm sure he's got a great crew of editors behind him I'd also say Dean Koontz co-wrote some books with um, a an author that mostly is famous for writing uh, Star Wars books and some sci-fi so uh, the series was called Frankenstein and I highly recommend that trilogy he then expanded it two or three more books and I would say skip those the open end at the end of that trilogy will bring you to a happy, happy place. Those, those are some of my easy high recommends. And if I can throw in one more, since, since I'm going to do that now, uh, I would say The Blade itself is a tasty piece of audio listening. So, Torsen, let's get into, I guess... Things that um, maybe you notice as an author that bother you when they aren't present in a story. I know one for me as a uh, avid, voracious, voracious? Not quite. I'm like sub-voracious. I'm right between like addicted and voracious. Somewhere in between there. Nice. Yeah, just right in that little spot. Yeah, that's uh, sub-voracious sounds like a terrible property of a monster or something. Maybe I have a disease, my subvoracious disease. Um, so for, for me, one of those things is motivation. If there's not a clear motivation for a character, then I'll feel like when the, uh, for whatever the action is, it needs to be, to me, it needs to be clearly expected. It needs to make sense. Even if it's not maybe an expected action, it needs to fit into their character. It needs to be appropriate to who you've displayed that character to be. If it's a wildly out of character action, then that needs to be for a specific reason. But my, I just absolutely hate it when the motivation for a character's actions are unclear. And that's something for me where that and probably endings. Endings of books out of hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of books. It is very hard to find a satisfying ending in a book. It's very rare to me. And I can tell you why. It's incredibly hard to write a satisfying ending. There are a few few reasons for that. One, you can get tied up in your characters and not want to execute them at the end. Or maybe you don't want to do the inversion of an execution where you give them everything their heart desires. Because that takes all the tension out of it. The other reason can be that uh, writing... See, some people will start with a beginning and then they'll tell themselves 
and I, I wrote my last chapter. I wrote first and last chapter, and now I just have to write the meat in between. Those are the bread of this uh, narrative sandwich, and that's very hard for me to do. So uh, yeah, that, unless you're working la- that way, writing an ending that cohesively agrees with the whole thing that you did and makes all of those details relevant, that is really a challenge. It's tough. It is. I, I guess I understand that it is tough, but man, there's some endings, like when, when I get to a good ending and it's just like, it's like bittersweet and I kind of feel it in my gut a little bit and I'm kind of depressed mm. that it's over, but I'm like, I'm so satisfied at the same time. It was like saying goodbye to a really good friend and it's just like, man, I don't know. It has that feeling, but most most endings they leave you kind of like a little hollow, where you're you're kind of like, man, that is what happens, mm. and then you're just depressed. Makes me sad. What's what's something for you, Torson, as a writer, where if it's you know if it's in the story, like for me, if the ending is bad, it doesn't ruin the whole book. But I would, before I recommend the story, say, hey the ending of the story sucks, but the whole rest of it is good. Um, whereas if the motivation isn't there, I would just wouldn't recommend the book at all. So what, like what for you is, I guess, a deal breaker for recommending a book or a story? I'll, uh, I'll lead into that with an old nursery rhyme. Pea porridge hot, pea porridge cold, pea porridge in the pot, nine days of mold. I'm tired of trope stew. Let me tell you that much. If you, if what the story is, is a bunch of things I already expect based on the cover of the book and the title of the book, it's just genre tropes thrown in and then boiled until they turn to mush. That is going to make me close the book with authority. It's going to sound like a shotgun going off because I close it so hard. Um, I crave novelty if you're not subverting tropes or introducing novel twists to your magic system in your uh in your fantasy or in society that's gonna lose my interest right away so torsten thank you so much for joining us and answering a few of my crazy questions here so i wanted to introduce anybody that's listening to this um where can they find more of your work so they can get a feel of what you you do? Um, tell them about your station. Be afraid because it's an awesome creative uh, station and podcast. You guys need to check out. So if you could tell us those two things and then we'll wrap it up. Absolutely. Uh, so first thing is my book is the best value because I know that your time is precious. And that can be found on Amazon.com. It's called Hot Ashes and Brass Casings. Uh, it's very long and it costs three bucks. Uh, you can also find a couple of free stories of mine on instafreebie.com. So that's I-N-S-T-A-F-R-E-E-B-I-E. If you just use your favorite search engine to type in Torsen Kipton Instant Freebie, you're guaranteed to get the results you want. I'm the only Torsen Kipton in the world. Uh, you can also follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Like I said, only Torsen Kipton. It'll be easy to find me. Uh, as far as Be Afraid, Be Afraid is mostly the story of me being an author. You don't have to like 
horror. You don't have to like writing to enjoy it. You just have to like stories. But I, but if you do like those things, all the better because I explore how they interact with what I'm doing, kind of how I'm creating them, uh, what I'm digesting uh, mentally to get to that place. And it's really just a lot of fun, I hope, to bring you guys along on it. And uh, people have uh, been inspired and interested so far. I really want to get more people interested in writing and creating and expressing their abilities and talents. Well, thanks, Torsen. Um, oh, so quickly, I did want to mention, so we're, we're actually working on a project together. It's been in the works for a bit now. This is, I guess, the genesis of this would be an idea I had that I brought to you that you liked, and you said, hey, let me improve it, basically. Yeah, I love, I love working uh, on cooperative creative projects. There's nothing more entertaining me in the world i'd rather do that than sit on the beach in fiji uh cooperative creative work is where i get into the state of flow and that's what it's all about for me i think that the idea was a great seed and it's something i would have never thought of and that goes for a lot of the content of some of the chapters we have going uh that story is really turning into something juicy and very very human yeah and it's kind of it's kind of special it's fun to see it change it's kind of hard when you have an idea and you're working with other people and you kind of have to give up some of what you want to do uh, just to get along with the other guys. But where we're writing this is kind of a group. There's occasionally up to four inputs, but usually it's Torsen to myself. And we just kind of talk through the story a lot and try to add interesting elements and just unique. We want something unique and, and fun. We want it to be entertaining and human. And so, the whole process has been really fun. That's going to be coming out soon. And I think you're all going to really enjoy it. Torsen is actually going to be narrating it. He loves narrating. He does a great job at it. So he'll be narrating it as well as writing um, the majority of it. And then we kind of discuss the ideas and the behind the scenes stuff we do together. And so the story is, I think it's coming along really well. I'm really excited. How? Give us, I guess, how do you feel about it? How excited about it are you? I'm more excited about this project than a lot of the things I put more time into because, again, it is a cooperative thing. And it's not just my enjoyment of creating it, but I think what uh, what the audience is going to think of it when it comes out because it's got two minds and several sets of eyes on it before it even gets to you guys, uh, several sets of ears listening first. Um, it's much more human and relatable than anything I've done before. And that I think is what's going to make it, make the characters really stick and uh, become friends of you, of you guys, the listeners. And that about wraps it up. I mean, there's more to say about this, but I want to respect your time. We're going to head out of here. Torsen, thank you for coming by. And for all of you listening, thank you so much for your time. <laughs>